Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to this edition of Photogen Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode, I'm flying solo. On this episode, I want to talk about having a look back on the last 12 months of your photography. We're nearly at the end of the year and Christmas is basically very, very close to us now. So sometimes after, you know, and again, it's been a a very different year for everyone with their photography as well, with all the things still happening in the world. But so... I think it's always good to look back and reflect on where you've come in the last 12 months and have a look at how you can probably measure what you've done for photography. For some people, it's been, again, it's been difficult because they haven't been able to get out with their camera, so that's been a real challenge. Other people have had to, I suppose, adapt, as many, many people have in the world, with pivoting and adapting to the ever-changing situation out there. But really... As a photographer, you want to kind of grow, but you also want to work out where you're, where you're growing and, and what parts of your photography have improved and what other areas of photography you might need to work on and get you know some improvements in that area. So one of the things that I used to do is sit back and I'd actually then go through the number of files that I'd created, like the number of images I'd actually captured for the year. And then kind of bring that back to a daily figure. So basically, you know, if you captured 10,000 images, you know, divide that by 365 days and basically come up with a figure of how many images you actually created each each day. And what I've actually, you know, used to find in the, in the early days was I'd create lots and lots of images. And then I would actually, as time went on, I'd actually shoot less images because I'd probably get more selective. Like quite often when you first start shooting, you take lots of different pictures of the same subject and slightly different little variations on the theme, but trying to to decide which one is the one you're going to be the keeper image. I think as you get more experienced in photography, one of the things you do learn to do is you do learn to be able to shoot less and you understand the type of images that you want to keep and those type of things. So you kind of... I suppose you get better at at kind of understanding how to shoot and how not to kind of just take all these shots just in case and that you'll probably never use them. Most people never use those shots anyway. So, so yeah, on this episode we're just talking about kind of doing the, the 12 month 12 monthly audit, going back, having a look at what you've been up to, you know, you know, put a bit of a highlight reel of the things that you've been able to achieve. It might have been during the last 12 months you've actually been able to tick off some stuff on your bucket list as well, even though challenging times, but people have been able to do things that they've always wanted to do. And for some of us, people do have that bucket list. And if you haven't got a bucket list, then maybe, you know, this is a good time to think about putting a bucket list together for 2022. So I think the end of the year is always, you know, a whole heap of possibilities for next year where you might be able to go and what you might be able to do. And like I said, it might be putting a bucket list together of things that you want to shoot. Um, it could also be, you know, looking at um, passion projects, you know, what passion projects do you want to get involved with in 2022 and start thinking about maybe, you know, if, and if you did passion projects this year, how did they go? You know, how did, how did they end up? 
did you achieve what you set out to achieve or was there, you know, you know, what things couldn't you complete and maybe you can look at how you can complete them in 2022? So I think it's always good, like I said, to go back and reflect and look at what you've done and understand where you've grown as a photographer and what things now you do much better than you did probably 12 months ago. It also could be too looking about how, what type of, you know, if you're a working photographer, the types of clients and has that changed? Have you changed your strategy? What will you do moving forward into 2022? Like, you know, I think, again, we're going into uncharted waters here. We don't really know what 2022 is going to bring for people with restrictions and movements and those type of things. So, and again, that, you know, we're yet to see that yet, so we're just going to have to sit back and wait and see how that transpires. But it doesn't stop us trying to forward plan and think about it. The other thing is, think about maybe in the next 12 months coming forward is, do you want to learn a new skill? Do you want to go off and learn something, um, start a course, get some more skills, or do you want to go and try and start shooting something you haven't previously shot? And again, that could come back to something on a bucket list. The other thing too is it's a lot of times when people, you know, beginning of the new year, it's when people start their uh, various different projects like the 365 project where people shoot a, a different photo every day or it might be a, you know, a smaller, smaller number of projects where you might shoot, you know, you know there's different ones that come out from different organisations and different clubs and different things put together a list of things to shoot and people go off and obviously try and capture those things and they, sometimes it's a monthly thing or sometimes it's longer. But I think, like I said, it's good time to, to sit back and just think about where you are with your photography and what you want to do. And the other thing to think about is has the purpose of your photography changed in the last 12 months? So for some people, the purpose of their photography might be simply for their own enjoyment for their own um, self-satisfaction that they get from capturing images. For other people, it's going to be that there's going to be some financial gains, the purpose of their photography, so it's part of their business. It could be obviously their sole revenue, how all they make all their money from photography, or it could be just that it could be a side gig where you make some money from photography, but you work, as, you work in another area as well. So like I said... 2022 possibilities are endless I suppose for people and look people always find a way to do things even though when challenges are put up it's kind of easy to kind of push stuff aside and go oh no it's too hard because I can't go here but sometimes there's there's multiple ways of doing things so if you do have something that you want to try and achieve in 2022 initially it mightn't be the way you first thought you were going to have to do it a lot of people like I said sometimes start off on a journey to do something different thinking this is the pathway that I need to go down and once they find you know there's a roadblock or you know something's pulled the handbrake on that particular pathway that you can't move forward people then sometimes then look for an alternative way to do things and and from a lot of things not not everything but for a lot of things there are alternative ways of actually doing these things and getting out there and you know capturing some images so like I said 2022 might be the time when you do a course it might be when you go and shoot something completely different. You know, we've talked about on previous episodes of putting yourself forward. And again, maybe you've been sitting back and you didn't put yourself forward too much this year, but maybe next year is is a good time to do it. And it just gives you time to think about it. But I think all these things, whatever you do, you need to have a little bit of planning, a bit of forward planning and think about how you can get 
like I said, how you get from point A to point B and what are the processes along the way. So we've talked about, like I said, this year about, you know, upgrading in yourself as far as, you know, investing in yourself and, and your skills. And again, that can run over into next year as well. And I think it's always interesting to the end of the year as the year's winding down um, for photographers, it becomes um, an interesting time of the year because there's possibilities when you can capture family members together and quite often it's a time when families do come together for Christmas. A lot of families do do that. And, you know, so there's an opportunity there to capture some images of of your kind of siblings or your parents or your aunties and uncles that you don't see that often. And I think it's 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 always important for us to, whenever the opportunity arises, to photograph people that we love around us because, unfortunately, we never know how long people are actually with us. And many, many times you hear the thing, oh, I just wish I'd got more pictures of my uncle and auntie or whatever. Um, people just didn't stop and, and, and take those pictures. And I think when you walk, you know, these days it's so easy to create a picture that's so, I suppose, quick and easy. You don't have to spend a lot of time. And you're not trying to produce here studio. I'm talking about not talking about trying to produce studio pictures and bring out the lights and do the whole thing. It's basically capturing some candid moments of those people around that you love and just, you know, basically the term snapshot is kind of the one that probably pops in my mind that, you know, you take these snapshots that are just basically a snapshot of life at that particular time with with some family and friends and they're things that people love to look back on and they're great things to have in your archive of images to be able to go and, and you know, reminisce at times and go back and remember oh that was a great Christmas we had with with these you know family members and like I said by having them in um there's a picture form that it's great because you can share that around yeah people do Instagram stories and those type of things and unfortunately a lot of that stuff disappears and I think that's a problem too if you're just committing stuff to say take a picture on your phone and commit it just to Instagram or Facebook or one of the other social media platforms that there's not a guarantee that it's always going to be around and always going to be available for, for you to get and see in the future. We don't really know what the archiving, I suppose, viability of social media platforms as a as a place to have images that you might be able to access them in 10 years from now. Very well, it might be in 10 years from now those platforms don't exist. I know at the moment, you know, this change is happening with things like Facebook and it's changing its platform and... I suppose trying to reinvent itself to a degree and I think too that's another really good point to think about for 2022 is reinventing yourself now what is reinventing yourself well it's basically sometimes doing something completely different or changing the way you do things like having a dramatic change and sometimes that can be a real catalyst for creativity um, if you reinvent yourself and there used to be a cycle where, um, particularly in business, where businesses used to reinvent themselves. Like typically, it was about every five years. So you'd have a business that was doing business, been doing business successfully for a period of time, but doing something over and over again repetitively for a long period. Unfortunately, what happens is things around you change. And if we just look at what's happened now, like with supply chains, like the way people, I suppose. Uh, purchase items the online movement has like people shop online more now than they've ever done before and it was 
it's a natural progression of I think where retail shopping is going is that more and more people will just order online, and we're seeing that. And of course, with what's been happening in the world, it's been a kind of hit the gas pedal for that and made it happen quicker. So we've seen, you know, people jump into the online platform and do more stuff in that area, you know, faster than before. So I think businesses that reinvent themselves had to kind of change it because things change around it and exactly around yourself as a photographer things change around you and it could be you know reinventing yourself could be then just simply changing from um the camera system you're using you might be shooting a dslr and you might decide in 2022 might be the year that you go mirrorless and you decide to get onto a different platform so again reinventing yourself can like i said it can be a real kind of shot in the arm for creativity because you kind of get a new you know lease on photography and it's a bit like when you first got your first probably dslr camera it's so exciting you had this camera and you're thinking all the possibilities shooting with this camera and all the things you could do and all the kind of new areas you could venture into and i think that's i said that gives you a real passion to get out and shoot and as you've kind of you know been shooting for longer and longer that passion does wane so sometimes that reinvention will actually give you that, you know, again, that passion back again or, or, or it will start that fire again that you'll start to want to go out and create and want to do you want to do more. And I think that's like a, so important, like I said, and um, I did mention passion projects, and I think maybe 2022 is your year to do some passion projects. It's interesting how things change because I used to refer to um, what's now referred to as passion projects as personal projects. It's just interesting how the how the I suppose the terminology changes. And personal projects have been around for a long time, and I've always been a, a great believer in personal projects. And I've always suggested to people when they kind of get down in a in a bit of a rut to jump in and do something, do a personal project, do something around something you really love, and and bring photography into that um, sphere, and create some photography around that. Um, subject to make it a personal project that you can really get into and it's interesting in the last 12 months personal projects has kind of fallen away to taking on the name of passion projects and I kind of do really like the idea of passion projects because passion projects kind of is it's something that you're passionate about which is you know where I try and point people when they get stuck is get do something that you love do you know shoot what you love because that's what's going to make you happy so seeing, you know, the word passion, um, passion projects pop up and it's been more and more adopted by more and more photographers talking about their passion projects. And again, it's something, like I said, perfect timing now to start planning because, like I said, sometimes people just need that feeling of opening a new book. You know, when you get something new um, and you use it for the first time, there's just something about it. There's just a feeling that, you get there's just that I don't know there's a whole range of emotions that you know it's like when you, you know, if you buy a new car and, you, and the first time you drive it like it's all these things that are, they're all first and they're all new and they're all exciting so thinking about doing something in 2022 like a passion project again is something exciting it's something new and, and it's got you know many possibilities as well because literally with passion projects you're only limited by your imagination yeah, for some passion projects, people need to have a budget. You need to spend some money. But there's so many passion projects you can actually do um, on a very limited budget or, you know, with with 
little or no budget. Again, it's the way you construct it and the way you think it and the way you um, orchestrate it to make it actually happen. And sometimes a passion project can be a collaboration. And we haven't really talked too much about um, collaborations on Focus, but collaborations are a fantastic way to join forces with another creative person. And it can also mean that you might join forces with someone who's not a photographer. Now, you could join, definitely join with another photographer and, and, and jointly put together a shoot or put together a, pa- a passion project that you want to shoot. But it could be someone who else is a creative person who has, can bring something else to the table that then you can use in your passion project and it also becomes their passion project because they're creating that whatever it happens to be for that for that photography shoot so imagine if you're a a skilled kind of I suppose artist or creator where you created or built things it might be that you know you you team up with a photographer and you build something and and then the photographer can actually use that 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 prop or whatever you built in and combine it into a a series of images Um, so you both kind of win that you know you've got these images of the thing that you created and then the photographer's got the images that they've created using that object and bringing in some of their own creativity to, to photograph it. And I think sometimes it's, it's like I said, it's, it's interesting what you can do with photography. I just remember someone who got really interested in Lego and Lego is incredibly popular and these days there's so many different figures in Lego that you can, you can make with yeah, from everything from Star Wars figures to, you know, there's even flowers and bonsai trees and cars and motorbikes and you name it, famous buildings are all being able to recreated in, in Lego. So some people actually get a real buzz out of you know, building something out of Lego and completing it. And I've photographed some Lego stuff for people because they really are really proud that they've put this together. Um, and but then trying to then trying to create an image that I suppose captures that object in a photograph for that person, you know. And, and again, you know, this is where your creativity as a photographer comes in. How you how you light it, you know, how you how you use maybe depth of field, how what what techniques you can use to capture that thing. And that's always, like I said, interesting because you can kind of. Like I said, I mean another another really good one is if you've got a friend who's a talented, say, cake maker. I mean, shooting cakes is a real, it's really difficult. So for most people who like a, who are a cake decorator who make beautiful cakes, and particularly like people who create them around Christmas time, I've seen some fantastic Christmas themed cakes. And but to get really good photos, photographs of a cake, it's actually harder than you know when the people you know, who create the cakes, get their phone out and they're trying to shoot this cake and they just can't capture it. As a photographer, you know that you've got to get the lighting right, you've got to get the angles right, you've got to get the depth of field right. There's so many different things that you want to get right to be able to really capture that cake. So again, it's that can become a kind of a passionate thing, a passion project for you to jump on board and, you know, like I said, working with another creative. And like I said, don't think about they have to be coming from the photography world that can be coming from one of the other creative fields out there and sometimes it's actually really good because when you work with other creatives one of the things you learn is that you think you think very similar 
and you see things similar. And sometimes people don't realise that, you know, I suppose there's so many points of connection, whether someone be writing music or writing a book or they're making a cake or they're producing, you know, some piece of art. You know, the processes that you go through to get to that point are very similar to what you do when you're actually creating a photo, particularly if you're creating a photo that's kind of like a hero shot. And quite often, you know, we've been talking about um, passion projects and quite often in passion projects you are one the end goal is to produce some hero shots so these are shots that really you know when kind of stop people and make them look and like I said sometimes because there's a lot of work goes into actually setting that shot shot up getting all the, the bits and pieces together and basically you know executing it and actually committing it and making a photo that you know you can share with people so we've been talking about 2021 is nearly gone, 2022 is just about to hit us and how we can actually, I suppose, embrace our photography and things we can do differently in 2022 that maybe we didn't do in 2021. And again, you know, we touched on reinventing yourself and like I said, just because you did something a particular way in 2021 doesn't mean... You have to continue on that way. You can mix it up and do do something completely different, which I kind of suggest people do do that because, like I said, it can give you a real it can give you a real boost like by just you know changing that direction by just mixing it up and doing something different. Like I said, talking about collaborating with somebody, just getting involved and working with another creative and to create some images. And like I said, think outside the square. Don't think they have to be from the photography. Um, side of things so and also I suppose this time of the year like I said it's and we talked about stuff like we talked about capturing some of the family members together and I think that's really important that we do kind of you know when the opportunity arises that you do kind of photograph people around you because like I said you just never know what's around the corner and sometimes it's not that something bad's going to happen to them I mean I suppose one of the things that's kind of really kind of come home to people is that they've been caught in a particular place where they couldn't travel back to to see loved ones so even though they you know that person's still there but they might be separated by distance and like I said so when you do get the opportunity to do the face-to-face to to capture some images is great because you know that's the power of photograph you can look back at a photograph and it can actually transport you back to that time when you were with that person Um, you can remember oh that's right we went to this restaurant and then we did this and then we went bowling or we did this or we did that afterwards all those memories typically come flooding back and like I said that's one of the why people keep photos I mean that's why I suppose humans we just love having those images I mean typically when um, during world wars when um, soldiers went to war they would carry with them onto the battlefield pictures of their loved ones and that was their only connection back to their family was just that photograph that flat you know one-dimensional um, image of, of a person that they love but that was enough to keep people going that was enough to keep that memory of that person alive and that was enough to keep them like I said connected I think that, and the photography does what it does do it does connect us and like I said and maybe too now we're getting to the end of the year maybe there's a lot of people that you haven't actually connected with this year because of one thing or another maybe it's a good time to sit back and reach out and you know, make contact with some of the people that you might have, you know, had more contact with, 
you know, before the whole pandemic thing happened and just try and reach out to them and just see how they're going and just say, oh, yeah, it's Christmas, I was thinking about you, blah, 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 how are you going, that type of stuff. I think it's always good to stop and kind of think and smell the roses and, you know, talk to the people around you. And like I said, sometimes we get we can get too tied up and we can sometimes, um, I suppose some people have gone into that cocoon mode where they're basically you know, tried to, to separate themselves from what's happening in the world. And I can understand that sometimes that's a you know, a feeling that people have that you want to do separate yourself. You don't want to kind of be involved in all the chaos that's going on. But again, don't forget the people that might be missing your contact or might be missing your connection by you just talking to them, which again, I think it's, you know, as humans, we're very, very, we need that connection. And I think, you know, we've seen that through the whole you know, last two years that, you know, Zoom call great, but it's nothing beats seeing someone face to face and being able to spend that time in that same space with them. There's just so many, there's so much more. I mean, just the body language, the whole range of different things come into play. Been thinking about, like I said, talking about 2021, it's, you know, nearly gone and the possibilities for 2022 and what we can do with our photography and where we can take our photography and, like I said, for a lot of people too, maybe this is the time that you've been sitting there waiting to to take your photography to the next level. You've just been waiting for a catalyst. I think 22 is a great way to, you know, it's a great starting point to be able to say, okay, in 2022 I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that or I'm going to start this course or I'm going to really try and pursue this job that I want or whatever. I think it's, like I said, always good sometimes people can use that start of a new year as a kind of a way to open a new chapter of your life. On Photo Mission Focus, we you know love talking about photography. We also love to hear from our listeners. If you've got any suggestions for you know an episode that you might want us to hear us talk about or a guest that you might want me to get into the studio, by all means, just drop all that information in a comment. And make sure you follow us on all the different social media platforms as well. And if you're based in Australia, um, definitely suggest you go over and check out the Canon Collective. It's one of the largest um, photography online groups in Australia. Absolutely fantastic. You don't, just because we're called the Canon Collective, doesn't mean you have to shoot Canon. We have many, 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 many photographers in there who shoot on a whole range of different type of platforms. Um, We welcome photographers in general. And like I said, we've got a great group of people. So, look, I want to wish everybody a fantastic, you know, festive season. Um, I think we've probably got, I don't know, there's probably another episode out before Christmas actually hits us, but it's getting closer and closer. But like I said, I want everyone to keep, all the listeners to keep safe. I want you to keep enjoying your photography. And I want you to find that, you know, thing that really keeps you motivated and keeps you passionate about what you're doing. So until next time. Have fun with your photography and um, talk to you soon. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.